0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. All right. Hello, happy people. I'm happy. I'm happy, too. <laughs> We just sitting here laughing at our beards in that video. Right. We're like, man, we some stand ins right now. Right. <laughs> Look at my face. Yikes. You know. But such a life. Hmm. Anything, uh, I love the way Lauren Hill put it. You know, anything that isn't growing or changing is
1: dead. Well, this isn't growing. Nah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, actually it is growing back. So we're still here. Absolutely. So, It's your host Ray Tucker And Jay Jones And we're here telling you That we are not ashamed Yes,
0: right, yes, (laughs) yes, that's right We We are are not ashamed of the gospel For it is the power of salvation (laughs) (laughs) To the Jew first and then to the Gentile Absolutely You know but yeah, but um, we're, we're gonna talk about where we stand on biblical divorce today. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of a, a touchy subject. But um, we're gonna go, we're gonna ease into it a little bit, and we're gonna talk about how serious words are to begin with. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about the fact that words are binding. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about how divorce is actually merciful. You know, a lot of people don't think about it from that that from that standpoint, mm-hmm. but we're gonna we're gonna clarify what we mean by that, right, right?
1: please tune in, and yeah, listen and be patient, and we're gonna talk
0: about three options that have post divorce mm-hmm. and then you know or like the three biblical options post divorce right. and then redemption right you know, but if you want if you don't wanna hold yourself to the Bible and to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, do what you want do what you wanna do do better ahead. you know we, we can't we can't hold you accountable above what you know your own level of submission right 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 right. So let's go ahead and jump right into it because we got a lot to go over. You know. So Matthew 12, 35 through 37. This is a new King James version. Mm -hmm. You know, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth what? Good things. Mm -hmm. And an evil man out of the treasure, uh, the evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say to you that every idol word men speak, and that word idle means inactive, like Mm -hmm. unemployed, Mm -hmm. right? Lazy, useless, barren, Mm -hmm. you know, slow. Every idle word, they will give account of it in the day of judgment, for by your words you will be justified. Mm -hmm. And by your words you will be condemned. Mm -hmm. Right? Sometimes we think that actions speak louder than words, or actions are more important than words, and a lot of times they are. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you're going to see two different things going on in heaven when it comes to Judgment Day. One, you'll be condemned or judged or vindicated by your words. But also, you know, your actions as well. I think they're both synonymous. Like, they both go together. Absolutely. You Now, I don't think one is over the other. I think
1: they're both together. They have to line up. Absolutely. And they, they, they go hand in hand. Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So yep. your, your words indicate what, what's in your heart. But I have another one. I'm not adding the scripture, but I say, out of the abundance of the heart, your body acts. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: So moving on from there, we're talking about words of binding. All right.
1: You to take this one? Yes. Numbers 30, verse 2. This is the New King James. If a man makes a vow to the Lord or swears an oath to bind himself by some agreement, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceeds out of his mouth. Whew. Yeah, and that word, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and that word "vow" here means a promise to God. Mm-hmm. So they're not all exactly the same words here. Right. I highlighted some of them just to really emphasize what's really going on here, right? Mm-hmm. So you got "vow," which is it, it, it literally defined as a promise to God. Mm-hmm. I swear, in this case, in this in this um, context, means to it, it means seven. Mm-hmm. So the idea is, when you make an oath, you say it seven, seven times, time. right? Seven at least, months. at least that's what it was in ancient biblical time. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that has to be done now, right. but that's just what the the context is is telling us. Right. Um, an oath is something sworn. It's like it's the completion of a vow. Right, so exactly. you, you, you 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 write it out or you say it out, you repeat it seven times and now it becomes an oath. So it's, so it's kind of a build, mm-hmm. right? It's a vow. You, you say it, you swear mm-hmm. and then you and it becomes an oath.
1: Absolutely.
0: You know, um, which, and again, binding is to yoke, hitch, fasten. It's kind of, we kind of get mm-hmm. the idea of it and then agreement is obligation and binding vow. Mm-hmm. So once the oath is completed, it now Becomes in agreement mm-hmm. You know Or You can say covenant Absolutely You know um, So I just wanted to, to Spell that out some more Like just how words Are binding You know You say this And then you're bound to it Right Right.
1: Thank you for that Ram yeah, I like that <laughs> If a man make Oh,
0: oh I'm sorry that, 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 was, that was That was The repeat
1: of the first verse Gotcha you, Gotcha you, got you. Yeah. Okay cool, cool, cool Keep going When you make a vow To the Lord Oh the Deuteronomy By the way Oh we went to Deuteronomy now? Yeah Oops, but, but, I'm messing but, 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 up right, on that. Right, like, right, oh, good. Be good. <laughs> Deuteronomy twenty three twenty one through 23. When you make a vow to the Lord your God, you shall not delay to pay it. For the Lord your God will surely require it of you. Surely. <laughs> yeah. And it would be sin to you. But if you abstain from vowing, it shall not be sin to you. That which has gone from your lips, you shall keep and perform. For you voluntarily vowed to the Lord your God. Which you have promised with your mouth. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, no one can make you vow anything.
0: You know, like you have to repeat it. At least, at least in this context, you have to repeat it seven times mm-hmm. in order for it to be an oath. Mm-hmm. Right. So you voluntarily made this vow.
1: Mm-hmm. Therefore, now you got to keep it. Mm-hmm. You know, so basically you put your gun to your own head. Mm hmm. And 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 the consequences can be very serious. Um, anytime I look at vows, I think about Ananias and Sapphira, where you did not have to say that you were going to uh, give what you said you were going to give, yeah, and it cost them their life. Yes, it cost them their it did.
0: life. So Malachi two thirteen through sixteen. This is the New Living Translation because I like the way they they phrase some things. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Here, this is the Lord talking to Israel hmm. or talking to Israel via Malachi. Right. Here is another thing you do you cover the Lord's altar with tears, weeping, and groaning because he pays no attention to your offerings and doesn't accept them with pleasure. You cry out, Why doesn't the Lord accept my worship? I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because the Lord witnessed the vows you and your wife made when you were young, mm-hmm. but you have been unfaithful to her, though she remained your faithful partner, the wife of your marriage vows. Didn't the Lord make you one with your wife mm-hmm. in body and spirit? You are His. Mm-hmm. What does He want? Godly children from your union. Mm-hmm. So guard your heart. Remain loyal to the wife of your youth, for I hate divorce, says the Lord, the God of Israel. To divorce your wife is to overwhelm her with cruelty, Mm -hmm. said the Lord of heaven's armies. Mm. So guard your heart. Do not be unfaithful to your wife.
1: Mm. That's a serious charge right there. Absolutely. It it immediately... um, Peter is coming to my mind, First Peter chapter 3, where it um, says, um, husbands do not be harsh with your wife. It says, live with her in an understanding way uh, as a weaker vessel. So even there, it's not going to the extent of divorce, but at the end of that, he says for the sake of your prayers. Yep. Here, their prayers are not being answered. Yep. Their offerings are not being heard because... You are you can say in Peter that you're not being faithful even to the vows that you made because you vowed to love this woman. Yep. And as a believer, we are to love her the way that Christ loved us. And yes. You're not doing that. Yep. And so how can you expect for the Lord to hear your prayers if you're not even treating your wife in the right way? And then to go further here, it's talking about divorce, which is what we're talking about.
0: Yeah, I mean, even <laughs> when you think about the father-son model, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I only have one son, but... Mm-hmm. You know, if I had more than one child, mm. I already know that if my children, if one child is disrespecting the other child, then the child that's disrespecting it's not going to get any favor. No. You know, you ain't getting no ice cream. No, you know, you're not. You're not getting the Lamborghini I bought for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you adopting.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, like, like, so, yes, same thing
1: right here. Like, God not gonna hear your prayers if you are over here being cruel to your wife. Absolutely, absolutely. And 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 he's holding you to that standard. You made a vow. Yeah, you need to make sure you take care of that. Vow. This is
0: right. you. You did this. This you is your responsibility. This.
1: Exactly. You know. Exactly.
0: And then in uh, Matthew 19, 3 through 6, again, New King James Version, the Pharisees also came to him, testing him and saying, Him being Jesus, right. uh, and saying, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for just any reason? Mm-hmm. And he answered, again, Jesus answered, and said to them, Have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female and said, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. And mm-hmm. the two shall become one flesh. Mm. So then there are no longer two, but one flesh. Here it Therefore, is. what God has joined together, let not man
1: separate. You know, which goes back to Malachi. You overwhelm her with cruelty in the divorce. Yeah, it it's, was it's a bloody scene. <laughs>
0: You know I, I've i read through the Bible At least cover to cover At least twice mm. You know And I don't uh, Until we started studying this mm. I don't remember seeing that Like In such Like bold mm. Like to Like I've I've No I've, I've read it mm. But I don't think I've Received it Until we started this study Right Right So it's like wow Like that was there the whole time Like wow Right,
1: right. You know and and I think this uh this uh end point here, therefore what God has joined together, let no man separate, reinforces the Malachi that God hates divorce. Yes. You've been joined together through your vow. I hate the divorce.
0: Yep. So moving on, let's talk about how divorce is merciful. I know people are trying to think like how is divorce like what? But um so let's show you. So again, Matthew nineteen seven, uh
1: nineteen Verse seven to nine, New King James Version. You going to take it? Yeah, I got you. They said to him, "Why then did Moses command to give a certificate of divorce and to put her away?" He said to them, being Jesus, "Moses, because of your hardness of heart, permitted you to divorce your wives, but from the beginning it was not so." And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife now let's interrupt you real fast, mm-hmm. so I got these brackets
0: here, right? Mm-hmm. That's because there's an exception clause, mm-hmm. right, and the reason why i I took that out just for now we're gonna we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about that later in the episode, but I took that out because you need to read it in its entirety without the exception clause mm-hmm. first, so you get a proper understanding of what's going on mm-hmm.
1: but uh go ahead but from the beginning, it was not so, and I say to you, whoever divorces his wife. And marries another commits adultery, and whoever marries her who is divorced commits adultery.
0: Yeah, but but do you see that though like how it reads Mm -hmm. when you take out the exception clause? Because Mm -hmm. the exception clause is basically in this one except in this one scenario, Mm -hmm. you know, everything else. Sometimes sometimes you gotta read that like what is the meat of the text first Mm -hmm. and then You go back and include okay, what about this one clause Mm -hmm. here, this one scenario? Mm -hmm. So you better read that way. So what Jesus is doing here is he's granting us mercy for our weakness, Mm -hmm. right? When we hear the phrase "hard and heart," most often we think of you know stone or some other dense material, but we really should think of a hard and heart as more like a dried out piece of bread or that, that is stale and brittle. Being in a marriage is not for the frame of heart. I'll tell everyone out off the bat, mm-hmm. you know, it's not all roses and fun times. Mm-hmm. But, um, and Jesus is granting mercy for our weakness, but also issuing a stark warning that although we might have the ability to get a divorce mm-hmm. and live separately, mm-hmm. our words, that is our oath, are still spiritually binding us together. Mm-hmm. Therefore, if we marry someone else, then we commit adultery. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is what, so Jesus is clarifying mm-hmm. the law to us, all right? You know, he never, it's important to note that he never actually outlawed divorce. No. You know, because that would have been a perfect time for him to say, you know, thou shalt not commit divorce.
1: The 11th commandment. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, that, that would have been an easy moment for him to right there say, nope, never get a divorce. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not what he's saying though.
1: Mm-mm.
0: You know. So that's that's how we arrive at that conclusion that divorce is merciful. Mm-hmm. Um yes. So yeah, I kind of forgot, forgot the slide I had here. Oh, so yes. That <laughs> mm-hmm. he never never actually forbid divorce. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, here's the, here's the, here's, the, here's, the key, here's the key thing right here. We already established that the Lord hates divorce yes. and Jesus clarified the purpose for marriage. Yes. All right. This is not an oversight
1: Mm-mm.
0: Right So We arrive at this conclusion The divorce of merciful Is a merciful concession For the weak weakness And brittleness of our hearts mm-hmm. Right So Jesus is granting us mercy And here's the real thing Because we can't keep we, we can't keep the commandments Syria showed us that All throughout Israel Right So if we can't keep the commandments We can't keep the vows That we say for ourselves mm-hmm. Like it's It's highly unlikely for us to be able to keep a vow.